Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to take a bite out of the competition? Are you looking for ideas to make your business better? Welcome to the Core Business Show with Tim GK, sponsored by Apple Capital Group. At the core of every successful business, you'll find people making a difference. And with each episode of The Core Business Show, we talk with those people, examine those ideas, and explore the strategies that make them special. Now, the host of The Core Business Show, Tim Jacquet. Welcome to another edition of The Core Business Show. I'm Tim Jacquet, your host. Uh, Topic today is DBA versus a corporation. One of the debates of a, a small business owner is what to actually charter myself as. Should I be as, under assumed name, or should I be a corporation, or should I be a partnership? And it, you kind of bombard it on all these particular options that you can be. The simplest thing is a being a DBA, which is an assumed name certificate, is the cheapest, but also everything ties to your name. So you're the person liable on the line for something go bad with the business. Only thing is, you're just giving a certificate to authorize yourself to operate under a different name. Uh, you can operate as any name, pretty much, if it's available for that county or the district or for that state. Uh, usually, only costs like ten dollars a year, or fifteen dollars a year to be a DBA. Even corporation is a little bit more taxing. You have to actually do a charter with your state to be a corporation. Then you have to look at the taxes and all the other options there. Partnerships. Think of that as a marriage and so forth. So what we're going to do is going to listen to your presentation real quick regarding assumed name certificates. Uh, should I be a DBA or should I be a corporation? Mortgages should be illegal because you're getting robbed every month. With a typical $200,000 30-year mortgage, you'll end up paying over $400,000 after interest. Hi, I'm John Commuta, creator of the Transforming Debt into Wealth system. My proven system can eliminate your mortgage and all your debts. Let me send you a powerful free CD. For your free CD, call My name is Tim Jacquet, uh, Senior Vice President of Apple Capital Group here in Jacksonville, Florida. Florida. Today I'm going to talk, talk about, about the difference between the DBA, DBA. Uh, uh, doing business as uh, as a sole proprietorship and a corporation. Uh, to- it depends on really what are you going to accomplish long term. But I always tell people if they're going to start a business, one thing they want to do once that idea comes in their mind and they know what company name they want, just go ahead for the grin of it for $10. Just go to your local county and register that name as an assumed name that you're doing business as. And that, again, that was timestamp when you actually start the business. So without question, uh, you know exactly when you start start the business and you can beginning 
begin to get credit uh, if this comes up uh, over time. Um, by definition, uh, a DBA, which is assumed name and certificate, or a sole proprietorship, is when an individual themselves is only one owner, decides that uh, he wants to take all the liability, he wants to to be in charge of the business by himself, no other person in charge of it, and it's just him. There's no partners, no nothing. It's just him. He wants or she wants to start her own business. By definition, I would say a sole proprietorship is a business structure with one owner who assumes all the risk and liabilities associated with their businesses, but who also capture any and all profits earned by the business. Uh, sole proprietorship generally operates under assumed name, ABC Company, or um, whatever you want to call it, but it, it, they operate under an assumed name certificate. So you, the owner, here's you, this is how you're going to operate. If I'm Joe the Plumber, uh, Joe Plumbing would be the assumed name certificate. And you're saying to the world, I am Joe the Plumber, who's operating as uh, Joe Plumbing Company, if that makes sense to you. Okay. A real simple process. The person uh, will file their uh, assumed name certificate in their local jurisdiction, county, uh, or city. But I would also make sure you go to the county and the city to make sure you're covered. Just check with your local county or your local city to make sure you're covered, that you're allowed to be in business and operate with that. Um, a corporation is more if you're going to have more than one owner. I'm not going to talk about really partnerships in, in a sense. If you're a firm, you know a lot about partnerships. But be a sole proprietorship is only costing maybe $10 or $15. And they're usually good for five or 10 years. In some cases, 25 years you can pay it. Also, sometimes in certain jurisdiction, jurisdictions, a business license will suffice and give you the same coverage as you do in business as Joe the Plumber in this particular city or this particular county. Um, but the downside of that, you're going to assume all liabilities and all bills. So keep in mind that if you get a credit under your business name, you're going to assume all the, the the risk and responsibility. They're going to come after you. They not, Even if you draw the plumber and they look in the county records and, and draw the plumber shows that he's the owner uh, as a sole proprietorship, they're going to come straight to you to collect their debt. And now you owe it. And they can put that on your credit report. Say, hey, Joe the plumber owed me $100 or $600 and refused to pay for it. You're liable for that. That is the biggest thing when it comes to a sole proprietorship. But I would say this, when that idea comes in your mind and you know how you want to brand yourself, I say timestamp that name for branding reasons. Uh, the corporation is a different entity in itself. Think of it as another person. You're another person, and you're working for that other person or that entity. It's you are, it, as a corporation, you're a legal entity. You can buy things. You can trade things. You have your own tax ID number. You are entity to itself. And is, if an owner comes in, it's really considered an employee or a shareholder. 
So you help operate this company because this company can't do anything by itself. But legally can engage in a lot of business on its own, can build more credibility as a corporation because now we have a formal uh, uh, entity that can do things. Now, basically, it's a little bit more expensive to a corporation. It, it is a legal and legal structure recognized by tax agencies as a legal entity. It's debts are its own. It doesn't pass to the shareholders or uh, any particular employee. You can have on this regular C corporation, regular corporation, you have unlimited shareholders, and you can you you can do all everything as a Fortune 500 company to do. You might have the capital to do it, but you can do it. But if we look at the definition alone for a corporation uh, in itself, it it assumes all risk itself, and it is a legal entity of itself. It has its own shareholders who are owners of the company. It has to have a board of directors and a list of officers. So those three things are components of the legal structure of that business. Shareholders who owns the company, board of directors who actually make decision major decisions of the company, and officers that actually work as president, vice president, secretary, or treasurer for that company. And those help those individuals help operate the company itself. Um, I would say always think long-term what you're trying to accomplish. If you want to be a plumber and you want to branch out, um, it's easy to do that if you move into a corporation and sell sh shares of your stock and go forth and and raise capital that way. As long as you have some good profit margins, you have a lot of flexibility, a lot of things you can do that you can't do as a uh, sole proprietorship. So kind of keep that in mind as well. You as, a, as a sole proprietorship, it doesn't give you that flexibility as a corporation. Also, some people will, uh, will talk about, uh, I heard about there's an S-corporation. And an S corporation is mainly as a tax recognition that this corporation is taking itself, but is always going to have some uh, a small shareholders, less than 75 of them, and that's all they're going to have. But we don't want to be taxed twice. We want to be taxed once. Now, at a corporate level, since you're a separate entity, we want to whatever that company earns, we want to pass that to our own personal taxes. So the tax liability and burden would just shift from the company to the individual. So it'd be one tax rate versus two. And that's the only difference. And if you're sole proprietorship tax wise, it's a little different because you actually can take that off your schedule C. Deduct all the expenses on your schedule C and you're not double taxed. Your tax is one entity because, in, in, in essence, you're assuming your name as Joe the Plumber, and you're Joe the Plumber. You own Joe the Plumber. You're just using a separate name to do business with. Corporation is totally different. If you don't file for your election um, in time, 
then what happens, uh, then you just be a regular corporation and you have to file your tax return and you'd be taxed twice on whatever the company actually uh, earned throughout the year. So at the end of the year, you got to be t- pay your corporate taxes and you pay your personal taxes um, if you receive any uh, dividends from the company. Um, partnerships are a little bit different. Partnerships all would keep that with if you're a law firm, they're well-versed in that. Uh, if you a, a, if you just really want a partnership, again, the liability shifts. is not as strong as a corporation. Liability will shift to you. Uh, a lot, uh, one person told me in, in college, professor, he said, partnerships are like marriages. You spend a lot of time with this person, and if something dissolves or go haywire at the end, uh, it can be an ugly marriage and an ugly partnership, and you can't get rid of either one of you without dissolving, dissolving the entire relationship legally, which will cause some issues. But versus the shares, you always can sh- uh, sell your shares to another person or vice versa, let him buy you out or whatever. But the going to a partnership, you just need to make sure that you know who you're dealing with, you look at it as a marriage, you're you're all a tie together, and uh, when you operate your business, just think, be very prudent on how you actually operate things because it affects both. If you go sign up for a contract and you can't fulfill it, that liability goes not only to you that made the mistake, it goes to that person. In the corporation, that's not the case. There is only the corporation that liable is not as a partnership. Both parties are liable in that case. Um, uh, another thing regarding the uh, uh, an assumed name certificate, again, you go to your county, uh, uh, fill out the form and assume that name, and it's really easy. Then go to our DRS website, get your tax ID number, and then go to your local bank uh, and open a commercial account, uh, a small business account for your DBA. Likewise, if you're a corporation, you do your articles of corporation uh, for that local, for that state, and take those along with your tax ID number to your bank and open your bank account. Uh, those items are time and always think that you want to apply for credit in the future. In order to apply for credit, they're going to look at how long you've been in business, how long you've been doing things. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about this in some other shows that we'll be having over the course of the month. But think about this long term. If you start this cycle, do it now. Do it, do it now. Stamp it. You can always change your name. That's fine. But if you know that you want to be in business, um, Get that DBA in and let it get time stamped the date that you you started. Get your employer identification number. That's time stamped. Get your um, bank account open, and that's time stamped. And it's easy for, you know, just think about it in a year that you decide to use your, uh, get a bank loan or equipment loan or whatever, and the bank calls, it's a lot easier, even if you only had, you may have that much money in the bank, but it's a lot easier to say that you had this account for a whole year than I just opened it yesterday or opened a month ago. It really dates you. It really dates you to the point that, hey, you're really, really, really start up and you have nothing thought out that, 
that are going to make you legitimate to say, yeah, I'm serious about this business. So let's keep that in mind. Uh, a couple of things when it comes to corporations. If I did a chart side by side, I guess I need to do it for this episode and post it on our website. Um, if you do uh, a corporation, a subtractor as a, a limited liability company, a general partnership, and sole proprietorship, if we do those five columns, owners need not to be a U.S. citizen uh, for a sole proprietorship. That's on this form that someone gave me. Owners can report profits and losses on their personal taxes. Okay, those two things uh, a sole proprietorship will cover. And if we go to a limited liability uh, company, it's a hybrid of a partnership and a corporation. And by definition, I would say a limit liability company is now considered one of the most popular forms of business organizations by many new entrepreneurs today. Uh, think of it as a hybrid with two structures, two components that gives you some of the flexibility as a limited partnership with the pass-through rates for for tax structure uh, and give you a, another option of increasing your subchapter S, uh, meaning uh, shareholders uh, for your company as well. So the structure is uh, structured and governed in a manner that's very similar to a corporation. A limited liability company consists of the following members who are, uh, are shareholders in the corporation. Managers who, who uh, can be also uh, on the board of directors of the corporation, officers who manage the company. Uh, it'd be a regular filing, um, like you would do for a corporation, but uh, and you can go over the limit of 75 shareholders. Now, when I see an application that says a uh, uh, LLC, I know it's a, it is a small company. I know that there are some people behind that company that can help guarantee a loan. Uh, I know that it's smaller operation because of tax reasons. They want to stay small. They want to do things on a smaller scale than expand. So kind of keep that in mind. You might, again, you want to always talk to your uh, accountant uh, you also want to talk to an attorney and really look at that option very closely. Uh, LLC costs just as much as a regular corporation. But if you're going to stay on a small scale, I would say, yeah, go for LLC. But talk to your attorney about which one is going to be the best option. If you sell products or services that you know you can, ex you can expand, I would say go to a corporation. And like, for example, I had one client who... Uh, was applying for a loan and really wanted to go public, but he had, you know, he, you didn't know, he, his company made $2 million a year and they really can afford to uh, expand and they did a loan in order to make themselves more credible when they filed a security exchange filings. Hey, we have a loan for $250,000 from Apple Capital or $500,000 from Apple Capital, a million dollars, whatever. 
And that looks pretty good. Yeah, you have a debt, but also that's your working capital loan. And that looks pretty good. Uh, I'm not sure you need to talk to your security attorney uh, how that LLC would play out with the company that's going public. Um, if I'm a corporation, I want the option to go public. Um, if I'm selling products, I want the, the option to grow in the future. Uh, I, you know, one thing I need to care about is just keep selling, 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 and I will get there. But really, you need to see what's going to fit for you. If you want to start small, and I tell people to always to start small, get your clientele, get your sales up, get you a, a platform that you can grow slowly and build your sales, even if you're doing 500 a month, increase to 1,000 a month, you're doing it on the side, 5,000. 10,000, get yourself a solid clientele that's always going to be with you and grow from there. And if it becomes to a point that you start hiring employees, yeah, I might want to start thinking not being a sole partnership because I'm liable for everything they do. If, they, if I give them my company car to run an errand to go get lunch from me and they hit somebody, they're going to sue me. They're not going to sue that particular person. Yeah, they're going to sue that particular person, but they're going to sue me along with that. And they're going to sue all the assets I have. So if I have a building that I own that's a sole proprietorship, they're going to come after that building and get a lien on it. Some states are not really friendly. Uh, when the judgment is passed, they want to collect their money. And that will force me to go into bankruptcy, and then that affects credit and so forth. But I would say if a person started off, yeah, start off as sole proprietorship. But as you grow, and if you're going to take an employee under your roof full-time or part-time, then there are some other things that you can be liable for. You want a corporation to protect yourself. You want to separate the corporation from you. So you're not on the hook. Uh, maybe they drive your company car, but you get a small insurance policy that protects you if you don't allow them to drive your car. Don't let them come after you. Um, I would say that's a good example of having a uh, corporation in your pocket versus a total proprietorship. If I'm just in the consultant, I'm running my tax agency, I am doing everything myself, um, I just have an, uh, maybe a virtual assistant or a small assistant that come and do paperwork for me who's not going to be leaving my office, uh, who's not going to discuss what happens in my office. Maybe, yeah, I can do that because it's just me in my office and that one person particular, that one particular person who's working for me. Not going to run the errands. They're going to be right here in the office, and that's all they're going to do. That person has to ever leave my office where I'm going to be liable for. I want to move into a corporation to protect me because if that person hit somebody or that person say something, uh, disclose something my clients told me, and they hear about it, or post it on Facebook or post it on Twitter or get mad or whatever, then I'm liable for that. I prefer to be liable as a corporation and versus being liable for my personal assets and my family. Um, that's what it boils down to. Um, you need to protect yourself as an individual. You're protecting your family. Uh, you're protecting your house that you worked hard for, your car, your assets. Some people like to go uh, earn and buy things and pay it off. Well, if you have a judgment, they come in after what you have free and clear. So always keep that in mind that start off small, start with your sole proprietorship, get timestamp, get your credentials, get your clientele in place, and move on from that. 
And then when you start hiring employees, move to a corporate corporation status. Their uh, corporate filings are real simple with the state. You can do it online. That will save you a lot of money. You don't have to have an attorney. Um, uh, sometimes it's $50. Sometimes it's $100. Uh, sometimes it's $300. I know Texas is $300. Um, however, Texas, you're paying a fee up front uh, in advance for future filings. Uh, if you have no income, you don't pay anything. If you're looking at Florida... Uh, you might cost you $75 to file your your uh, articles in corporation. However, every year you have to pay a fee. You pay on uh, and a tax return you have to file. Uh, so that's an additional 100 or $150. And if you don't file that by that time, they will fine you and it'll cost double the cost. Texas is not like that. I can say that once you pay that, if you have no asset, mean no income or negative income, then it really doesn't affect you. It's just stay there. It's a franchise fee. Um, but those are the main differences between the DBA. Those are the main differences between a corporation. Uh, if you're looking long-term, go towards a corporation. If you're going to hire an employee, go to an incorporation. Uh, be incorporated um, so you can protect yourself um, and operate as a corporation. One thing also you want to also keep in mind when you pick these names for your businesses is right now the economy is e-commerce. Uh, if you're going to be a job the plumber, make sure you can look online that if you need a website in the future that you won't have a hard time in uh, finding a, uh, a website that will meet that particular name. I know Joe the Plumber, if you type it into Google or something like that, that's already taken. But, you know, if you go to, I'm just using GoDaddy and I advertise them or whatever, we're not affiliated with them. I'm just using this particular as a person, uh, as a company that I can just type in a name. And uh, if I'm saying that if I am a bakery and I think of these long names, well, everybody don't want to type long names. Think of something really quick and simple. What you're going to abbreviate? But that's a that's a good point. You know, I'm I'm sorry I'm going in a circle, but if you're a sole proprietorship and you do that DBA when that idea comes in your mind, and um, think of also your website at the same time. Hey, if I'm gonna be Joe the Plumber, why don't we call Joe P as website dot com? Joe P, if that makes sense. Because nobody and nobody wants to type out JoeThePlumber.com. Like our company is AppleCapitalGroup.com. Um, because there are so many different Apple Capitals, we had to go that route to to show that we're a little different. We're not the same Apple Capital because there was no Apple Capital Group. But putting that on the business card is real difficult. Uh, it's tiny print, and we just use now a first initial and last name. AppleCapitalGroup.com. Hopefully, they will buy a domain that will make this a lot simpler than actually AppleCapitalGroup.com. But if I did Joe the Plumber, like if I did JoePee.com, um, maybe Joe P might be available. Joe P is already is already taken, ironically. But just play with that in some of the uh, uh, domain. 
website companies. And when you think of your company, think of maybe three names. How those three names also associate that with a website. And that can help focus you to get where you need to be on your website. So just think about it um, uh, as an option um, where you might want to be within your company's name. Hey, I want to be Joe the Plumber. I would say my website would be Joe P. My website will be blah, blah, blah. But keep that in mind because that's going to be real important in the future. Um, another thing uh, before we go, we have about uh, a few minutes left. Um, if you can do a corporation, um, think long-term where you want to be because you got to do things a little bit different. You've got to get a corporate kit. You're going to have to have a first official meeting. And legally, you're supposed to keep those records pretty clean. Hey, I had this first meeting. We elect our first officers. Um, and that those, that information is always available for anybody to come in and look at. Even some bank, uh, I remember one uh, underwriter asked for a copy of a first minutes to say, hey, this person is authorized to run this this business because during a filings, what they looked at on the original Articles of Incorporation says these five people or three people uh, started the company, and this person's name wasn't on it. And he said, I actually started that company. Well, the underwriter said, well, why, why your name is not on here? Uh, and in essence, he came clean and said, actually, I bought it from somebody else. I really didn't start it. But I, I took over it slowly. Uh, so those, so those things, things come up. up. And they, they ask, ask him for, for his, his first, first minute. minute. Uh, uh, can you give, can it, give, it, give me a copy real quick of his first minute? He didn't even have the corporate kit. Uh, he had to go to his attorney to try to make minutes. And the attorneys don't have time to make corporate minutes real quick uh, for you. It takes them a couple of days. Underwriting not waiting for that because they think you're manufacturing information. They want that same day or they want it the next day within... You know, uh, 24, 48 hours. I'm on a copy of it. What's, uh, give me your first minutes if you started this company. Well, they wanted to see if his name was on those minutes, and his name wasn't on that minutes. And then he said that he really had it. Uh, he actually bought the company later. So anyway, as a recap uh, of the uh, sole proprietorship, again, the business structure with one owner who assumes all risk and liabilities, and shares in the profits, and also to, can take the um, the debts and liability on their own, and also can take can file the Schedule C, and that information will come on the return. Uh, it's a separate entity on itself because this is a separate entity to itself. Um, it files its own tax return once a year. And within that tax return that it files, that if it's not a uh, subchapter S corporation, uh, that profit and cannot be transferred to that person's return, or losses cannot be transferred in that person's return. So anyway, that's information on uh, the difference between a DBA and the difference between a corporation. And if you have any questions, I would say reach out to me anytime. Um, 
you can look at our blog or reach us at Apple Capital by doing info, I-N-F-O, at applecapitalgroup.com. Thank you for listening to The Core Business Show with Tim Jacquet. For a free quote on equipment leasing and financing, visit our website, applecapitalgroup.com. That's applecapitalgroup.com. And fill out the information to receive your free quote. We hope you'll join us for our next episode. And remember, you can always get to the core via iTunes. You'll find all our previous episodes there. Thanks again for listening to The Core Business Show with Tim Jacquet.